we welcome in Baylor baseball coach Steve Rodriguez. Coach, good morning. Thanks for your time. Good morning. How are you guys doing today? Doing terrific. We appreciate it. Uh, let's let's I, I, obviously Tuesday was was disappointing the, the loss to DBU, but go back and let's go back to the weekend with East Tennessee. I know that you you obviously wanted to win those games, but you also were, were looking for some things out of your ball club. Did you did you get some answers that you were looking for from your club? <laughs> I'm always looking for answers. Um, <laughs> the, the, I think the biggest thing is you know we we played well on on both sides of the baseball, and that was that was a big thing. And uh, we were able to get some arms out of the bullpen that we really wanted to see um, in a non-conference situation. It was it was a better situation um, to do that than throw them in you know, against Oklahoma or, or TCU. So we wanted to make sure we, we had a, an opportunity to get them in on the weekend just to, you know, allow them uh, a little bit of less stress, but at the same time put them in a game-like situation that forces them to uh, get the to get the blood pumped a little bit. Coach, as you get back into conference play, how important is it this time of year to still be able to approach the game the same way, one at bat at a time, one pitch at a time, just kind of slowly approach this game and let it come to you? Well, I'll tell you what, that's one of the biggest things with every uh, every sport, I really do believe, is you can't look that far ahead. Um, you, need, you need to have a short memory is the big thing. So if you play well, great. Um, if you don't play well, then you need to forget about it right away. But it's kind of like you said, you need to take every at-bat one at a time. Um, you, you can't sit there and look for your, your, your fourth or fifth at-bat. You need to take care of the one that's right in front of you in that moment. And same thing on the mound. You need to worry about the out that you need to get right now. Don't worry about what's happening in the fifth inning. Coach, uh, coming up next is uh, West Virginia. This is a team who's really turned things around from last season, and they're coming off a nice series win at TCU. What are you expecting to see from the Mountaineers? <laughs> well, what's funny is they have, like, Nintendo. I don't know. What, what's the new gaming system now? PS5 or something? Yeah. <laughs> um, they, have, like, they have, like, video game numbers when it comes to stolen bases. I mean, they have 100 stolen bases so far this year. So, um, you know, they, they've done a really good job uh, just putting, being able to get guys on base and, and having them steal to get into warm position. So we have to minimize the the, the, the free bases and the free 90s and, and try to do everything we can to, to kind of capitalize on, on some of their mistakes and, and minimize uh, any free bases that they might be able to get. And I know it sounds silly, but they can't steal first. So it's obviously throwing strikes and getting outs is, is going to be kind of a key thing uh, with, with the team that likes to run. You can now be a coach. Congratulations. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, no, I'll tell you what. Strike one is the most important pitch. And, uh, you know, I'm not, if you want to do the math, this is just some simple baseball numbers for you. But, you know, every time your walks per nine innings is usually the same amount of runs given up in a game. Uh, so if you want to walk six guys in a game, chances are your opponents are going to score six runs. Um and that's what we try to explain to our guys as best we can. The more you can minimize free bases and force them uh, to get on base by earning it, uh, the better chance you have to minimizing runs going across the plate. Coach, does that go into talking to your pitching staff, your rotation, and even your bullpen about throwing strikes, pounding the strike zone, and trusting the defense behind you? <laughs> there is. I, I think it's one of the funniest cliches where you know you have people come on, just throw strikes. You know, and you got the pitcher on the mound, and you go, oh, that's my job up here, you know, to throw strikes. <laughs> I, you know, the, the thing is, uh, there, there's a, an experience level that goes with uh, and a success thing that goes with, you know, some experience. And that, that's one of the things that we're trying to get. And these are the most valuable lessons that we can kind of teach our guys is just the stuff that they're going to be able to get game time experience. And so we're hoping as they 
they kind of go through some rough patches that it gets better as the season goes on. But, but they understand that they know when they throw strikes and they throw well and they can throw quality pitches that they have an opportunity to get anybody out. And when they don't, it doesn't matter who you're throwing against. Um, they have an opportunity to hit the ball. So uh, for us, it, it's just a matter of the consistency, I think, has been the biggest frustration. Uh, you have a guy goes out there and does an unbelievable job for one or two innings and you put him back in a couple of days later and, you know, and he, and he struggles a little bit. So I think the consistency is the biggest aspect. Uh, but at the same time, that also goes with experience, and that's what we're trying to get. Are there any guys who have exceeded the expectations you had coming into this season or some guys who have really stepped up and caught you off guard on the roster? Say that one more time. Kind of broke up a little bit. Are there any guys on this roster who have kind of exceeded the expectations you had for them coming into this season or really emerged as, as leaders on this team? Well, you know what? I, I, I'm really happy with what Kobe Andrade has done. He kind of went from a bullpen uh, guy and an outfielder. I mean, he's just a really good athlete for us. So we can, I can put him in on defense for the outfield, and then he's able to come to come in out of the bullpen, and now we have him in a starting role. Uh, I think he's been one of the biggest surprises for us. Uh, you know, we, we've kind of battled some injuries in our starting rotation, so we've had to make some, some adjustments, and, and he's filled in that spot right away. And I think, you know, uh, Harrison Haley is another guy who, you know, we, we had some good expectations for, but I, I think he has really exceeded our expectations behind the plate just in regards to his offensive uh, output and, and his ability behind the plate. Coach, t- tell us a little bit about uh, Will Rigney and, and just how he has come along. He, he's really throwing it well for you. I'll tell you what, he's been unbelievable uh, to be able to pitch for us on Sundays. And the amount of injuries that he's kind of overcome uh, to be able to, to be able to do that. You, know, you, you see what some of these kids do, and I know a lot of people don't see uh, the recovery and the rehab that a, a lot of these, you know, when you think about 18 to 22-year-olds going through some of the things that they've done, um, in regards to injuries and surgeries, and rehab, uh, you don't have an opportunity to see the work that has to go back into it for them to be able to go out and compete in the sport that they love doing. And so, when you see a young man like Will, who's kind of overcome some of those things and the work ethic he's put into it, it is really impressive just being able to watch him go out there. And um, just as a coach, you're really proud of the work ethic he's done, and, and it's just kind of a great testament to him and his parents uh, to kind of you know kind of get that from your parents in regards to how hard you want to work to be able to come back and get something and, and he's done an unbelievable job with that and, uh the success that he's had has been really impressive and not to mention he's been here for a couple of years now and he's finally able to go out there and do what we expected him to do coach you mentioned a few minutes ago the video numbers that west virginia puts up stealing bases does that make you a little more aggressive on the base pass when you face a team that has the the numbers that stick out like that for us, no, we don't. Um, we're going to play our, our kind of baseball. I mean, it's, it's not like basketball where you have a team that's running and gunning and you're going to try to match up with them, you know, for minute for minute. Um, you know, we're going to do everything we can. We have some guys who can run, and we're going to keep doing that. We have some guys who can execute with the bat, and we're going to keep doing that as well. Hey, Steve, I know this this we could spend all day with this question, but I, just a brief synopsis, if you will. We, we had a conversation on the air uh, earlier this week about recruiting particularly in sports where you're giving partial scholarships. Uh, you know, look, it's 11.7 scholarships in, in baseball. And when you give some, you know, for, for listeners, when you give some money, you, you got to give minimums. How, how does that affect you identifying players when it comes to a private school situation and, and a state school situation? Because it is different. It is. And, and that's, that's something that, uh, you know, I, I've dealt with when I was at Pepperdine and then coming here and, 
And I, I tell people all the time, like, we all have our own issues. Um, and what I mean by that is, like, every school has its thing. You know, for Baylor, it's a cost thing. Um, you know, and for other schools, it might be something else. It might be location. Um, for other schools, it might be academics, whatever it is. And so for Baylor, it's a cost thing. And it's something that we know going in uh, when we go into the recruiting process and we talk to kids. And uh, so we just have to make sure that we hit the uh, – the recruiting trail a little bit more just to make sure we go out and we try to find the right kids who match up with uh, everything that we're trying to do from a financial standpoint, from an academic standpoint, and from a baseball standpoint. You know, all the, all three of those things have to line up properly uh, for us to get to be able to get the right kid. And like you said, conversation can be talked about for a long time because there's all sorts of different ways of doing it. So a lot of schools do it different ways, uh, but we just feel that we have to do what's right. They are by our student-athletes and by the university. It, it, does it make it more difficult to identify that player? Well, sometimes it makes it easier, uh, believe it or not. Like, when you when you go and see a kid, uh, you see the, uh, the athletic ability, and then you start talking finances, you're going to know right away whether it's a yes or a no. And so sometimes it makes it easier. Are y'all able to get anything from an NIL standpoint that helps with kind of counterbalance that for some of these kids? I know that's something that uh, the university and the athletic department is really working on. We have some kids who, uh, who are able to get some of that stuff right now, but I know the, the athletic department is looking to do uh, some bigger things uh, with some of the sports. Coach, thanks. Uh, we, we know it's a it's a, a pleasurable trip to Morgantown. <laughs> we uh, we wish you the <laughs> yeah you laugh. <laughs> uh, we wish well, you the funny. I'll, I'll I'll be honest with you. The funny part is you know it's supposed to be like in the 30s and 40s and raining and snow flurries and um which is it's april you know i don't think anybody should go through that in april um but for us you know they they have a beautiful ballpark it, it was a minor league ballpark before major league baseball uh kind of eliminated a lot of the, the lower minor league teams so they have a beautiful stadium there and uh the hotel we stay at is great so uh, for us, once we get to the baseball field, everything stays the same. But it's going to be pretty gloomy uh, for the weekend, that's for sure. Hey, thanks so much. Good luck. I uh, wish you the best and uh, look forward to uh, listening to the games right here on ESPN Central Texas. Absolutely, guys. Have a great weekend. Thank you. That's uh, Steve Rodriguez.